Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, here we are in what Holly used to call the hump of the hump, the hump hour of the hump day episode of the Lori and Julia show. So how does that feel? Double hump. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. It's kind of one of those existential questions Lori likes when she watches Andy Samberg movies. Hold on. There you go. Yeah, that movie, I guess I just thought was going to be something else. Yeah, more. That's fair. More, more. I don't know. I, there was quite a bit of thinking on that, and it was right because when you when you saw the preview, it almost looked like a Groundhog Day thing, right? Where they're act, they kind of relive things. Or yeah, and even I remember Groundhog Day. Uh, the first time I saw it, I was just like, "What?" Or it was like seeing the Truman Show. You were just like, "What?" Or the other one with Jim Carrey, the. With uh, um, Kate Winslet, the oh. that movie, oh, the Eternal Sunshine of the yes, Spotless that, Mind, yeah. or or like, um, oh, I can think of another. You're speaking my language, all these movies are seems like something I'd like. Yeah, oh. Charlie Kaufman, that right. one movie. Oh. It, it's sort of in that vein, and I think it just if I didn't expect it, I was expecting something like else, like a lighthearted so, Andy Samberg, kind of. Palm that's Springs what I was movie. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah, All right, I'm gonna, I might have to watch that tonight. Yeah, I think you right. should and because I you're need, probably going to love it. Yes, probably. and I need to clarify something when we were talking. Yes, um, you know, the prop bets yes. on the Super Bowl for uh-huh. this Sunday, and I said Bill Belichick used to be a coach for the Vikings. No one believed he you. He almost was a coach. Okay. <laughs> okay. Les Stecco. Okay. Um, I remember that name. Yes. I remember people swearing and using an adjective. Okay. Oh, yeah, because he was with terrible. an F. So he was the first him. coach after Bud Grant left, and we went like three and thirteen. And then oh, Jerry Burns and ran him out of yeah. town. Mm-hmm. And, and but Bud at Grant that time, um, he was um, Les Tuckle was on a Colorado ski vacation with his family on Thursday night when he flipped in to watch something, and he said that he he's sitting there and he thought that he remembered the six a.m. phone call. He'll never forget it. And Bill Belichick was going to be. A Vikings coach and like then offensive he, yep, coordinator something, or something and then he and, and then he didn't do it. So I knew Bill was bright. I wanted to bring Who him are along. You reading this is this your Google search? Ah, uh, be quiet. Yeah, <laughs> or did someone just share with you this story? No, it bothered me that okay. I was wrong. Oh, okay. that he was a Viking coach. He was almost a Viking I don't, coach. That was such a deep cut. I wouldn't have had any shame. But, but you have the, shame around different things that you don't know about. Maybe I don't know. Well, I had yeah, some shame right. in the game over this one. Okay. Well, keep and, in mind. I mean, I know this isn't a sports show, but Bill Belichick really it? didn't do anything before he had Tom Brady. 
Right. And now that he's without him, he hasn't had a very good run either. So. Well, Tom Brady has got to be licking his chops and having having not a nightshade, but maybe <laughs> <No>. an apricot. <laughs> well, he's happy that he's not staying in a hotel room because they're playing in Tampa where he lives, so he doesn't need to eat the hotel room. Remember when he was here at the Mall of America? That was such a big deal. Tom Brady was at the mall? Yeah, when he was here in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the teams, he was just the teams with... were out at the Mall the of America. The teams were at the Mall of America. I just want to let everyone know that we had a lengthy discussion yesterday at the five o'clock hour about these eye drops Lumify. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our eye drop test in Lori's eyes today at okay. five because I've got contacts in, so oh. we can't do it. Okay. Um, but I got a couple calls from friends, Lori, saying they went out and bought it. Yes. Because it gets rid of the red in the eye and it works better than what do we usually Visine. Visine. It works in a minute and lasts up to... Or the Walgreens, you know, whatever their brand, brand is. So this Lumify, it makes your eyes white. And Someone my tweeted us said and it said, works. Yeah, but she says your, your, your eyes look really big. She didn't like what it did. Let me see if she could... What, what that person said. She gave us a review. Like, like big eyes? Yes. I wouldn't mind my eyes looking bigger. Yeah. Got Does it, it give you more Someone space? tweeted a picture yeah. of it. And so this, so we're going to do that test at 5 o'clock in our exactly. 5 o'clock hour. People, and Lumify liked a tweet we were mentioning yesterday. My gosh. At Costco, because somebody was smart and included them. So, you know. Was that just, you? No, not me. <laughs> it's like, whoa, Lori, did you do that? No. I like that smart. Okay. It's so much um, time to think so much. Okay, yes. I just want to give a shout out, because I know this is going, you know, It'll sell out, but this Friday and this Saturday, Mick Sterling is doing his the songs of Van Morrison. So oh. if you want to go to the Chan House yes. and Dinner Theater, you want to have a date night, yes. and it's pretty spread out there. That both of those shows are at eight o'clock, and and then um, uh, next weekend it's uh, Andrew Willesh Big Band doing a hundred years of Sinatra. Oh, now that would be fun, too. So I'm just giving the chat yes. a little shout out. Now, the other little shout out. And as it turns out, Dumois was on this story. There's three stories today I'm going to tell you about. And Dumois was on all of them. And and this is just this Instagram person. It's so. an Instagram I where can't. a lot of blinds and a lot of people who are in the business Tell Dumois stuff and confirm stuff. Like Nick Jonas has an album coming out. There's going to be a new Ocean's 8 where Margot Robbie is going to be George Clooney and Sandra Bullock's mother. Like a prequel. I mean, there's like a lot of kind of good industry stuff too. And then there's like weird random things about ran into this celebrity or that celebrity at a restaurant what they're like is tippers or park to parking valleys it's everything okay but Got a it. lot of people are spilling this spilling the tea at Got dumois it. so dumois had information you know, the, a few weeks ago and then nikki swift followed up on it and that's that aaron Rodgers and shailene woodley have been um uh, quietly dating and she's does not live in a tree you guys because a lot of people remember when she used to live know, in a tree and sun bathe nude and something the, else weird. The perineum, um, yes, bathing, bathing sun bathing, sun bathing <laughs> rock. That was yes, a very that, that was yeah. an interesting conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know rejuvenating. Apparently, apparently, a lot of people did that. 
last year. But you year. need to be... It was pre-COVID. Yeah. And when you, you could, had too much time in your too hands. Too much time on your hand. You could also get sunburned that way. But she was like living in some kind of... you know. She, I think of her as very crunchy granola. She grew up that way. She's talked she about it. She uh, seems too good for him. Yeah, they seem like an odd couple. I never would have put them together. And if you remember when he and Danica... Patrick broke up last summer. Uh, we got the impression, hurt feelings on her part. And my vibe and your vibe, too, was that she wanted to get married and he didn't see that happening. Right, right. So she felt like he led her on and she wasted two years. You know what I yep. mean? So they left. And then Olivia Munn and, and they had, you know, that wasn't good. Anyway. He doesn't, I don't think he's a total commitment foe, but I think he's a serial monogamist who's a bit gun shy. But I never well, in a million years no. would have picked uh, him likes, with She likes her. athletes, though, because before she him she was with a soccer player or something. Okay. So here's something I learned from Donna and Steve's show this morning oh, is that um, who's the guy, um, not Pat Sachek, who just died from Jeopardy? What was his name? Alex, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek in his memoir that Steve just finished. He talked about Ken Jennings a lot in it, and he talked about Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers was, he grew up loving Jeopardy, and yeah. he went on Jeopardy and did very well on Jeopardy. He's going to be he, a host. Yeah, he's going to be a host and spoke mm-hmm. very highly. So maybe there's an intellect there that we just don't know about that. They're sapiosexuals. Sexuals. Right. With this super high intellect, and maybe that's yeah. how they're connecting, that we just have overlooked, and because then, we've just thought of him as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And then he's truly, uh, you know, dazzled with her, even though is she too young for him? I don't know. She's 29, and he's 36 or something. No, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. They're right. age appropriate. Okay, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Here are some random, random things. Tonight, I just want to... I know we spent a lot of time talking about TV because that's what we do a lot. Um, Firefly Lane... Firefly Lane is on Netflix, and it's a 10-episode series... And it unfolds the coming-of-age story of the enduring four-decade friendship between an unlikely duo of the brash Tully, um, which is played by Katherine Heigl, and the shy Kate, which is played by Sarah Chalk from Teenagers to Middle Age. And this is a Kristen Hanna book. I was going to say, you're burying the lead. That, it's from the book, Firefly Lane, Firefly that everybody Lane that read. Everybody read. And it has been in the works for so long. And we've talked to so many people about this, the making. And next week... Kristen Hanna's on for her new book. Yeah, I do um, think, um, is Katherine Heigl getting good uh, She is getting buzz? good buzz about this, and I was so glad. You know, I think she's a good actress, but she um, she just said, you know, how they asked how involved Kristen Hanna was in... How involved was she? ...converting her book to the series, and she said she had a couple stipulations where we needed to stay true to the book. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she was comfortable with our showrunner taking some creative license, which we did, and then Catherine Heigl goes on to say, I'm now a giant Christian Hannah fan, and I keep passing her books along to family and friends. But this is something exciting, people, because that story... That was the first book of hers I ever read, and it wasn't her first book. No, it but wasn't. It was the but book it was the one that, that broke her like, out. out to... I, and it's... So that's Firefly Lane. And it's on Netflix. On Netflix tonight, so people are going to like that. Okay. What do you guys think was the very first drink that was made that they called a cocktail? Hmm. 
whiskey. <clears throat> How about like uh, an old fashioned? It is. Wow. Wow, mm-hmm. Rocco. Mm-hmm. The first drink ever described as a cocktail was an old fashioned, and it was in 1806. In jolly old England? Or? In jolly old England. Is that because whiskey is the the booze that's the It can most be made with made? whiskey or it can be made with what's the other brown one? Uh, brandy? Brand, no. Not brandy, but. Whiskey can be made with whiskey? No, old fashioned can be made with oh, whiskey. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can make a brandy old fashioned. What else is there? Don't they like the brandy old fashions over there in Scani? They might. They might. I don't know. I haven't been in a bar in Scani <laughs> in a long time. They like their beer. <laughs> I Bloody think Corbell says that they sell the most brandy in Wisconsin. Corbell? I'm pretty sure. Brandy Seven. Yeah, the, or the... Uh, brandy the, Seven. The, what's brandy the one sour. in the velvet bag my sister always Oh, Crown. Drink. Crown, yeah. That. Crown Royal, but it now comes in every different flavor like... Oh, does right, it? Like it, honey and apple. Can, yeah, apple oh, was the really? first one. And you can get hot, like hot cinnamon yeah. crown now. And the bag, that bottle just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. I've been, I was a crown drinker for a while. I went to the Browns mm-hmm. to make them, to get the feels. Okay, so, <laughs> you're in the t- do you know what I mean? I know that sounds stupid. You can uh, taste it. If people have been wondering. Well, you have, sh- you're, you're, you're short, your attention span for vodka had worn out. Let's it has. It. Yeah. And Tito's, you know, I've, I, it's the summer. It's well, like you kind of bring up vodka, it, do, it doesn't really have a flavor. Have a it's flavor. just sort of there. That's why I like it because you can drink a lot of it, right? <laughs> and, it, and people, you can, yeah. and you yeah. can. For me, it's a or, summer you know. thing because I like to chop up pineapple. Right, it does taste good mixed in with other fuzzy things. Yeah, with fuzzy things, it's yeah. a good one. All right, so if people are so excited like me, um, the Shamrock Shake at McDonald's is right around the corner, and they're also doing the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. Hmm. I mean. Yeah. And it's almost fillet of fish season too, right? Yes. Oh gosh. I mean, oh my gosh, that was my dad's last meal. The oh. fillet of fish with a piece From of McDonald's, cheese. McDonald's fillet of fish. You had left him at the home, and he had his bag. And I said, "Dad, I'll walk in." No, honey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. And he had the fillet of fish, and he had a chocolate malt. Oh, from chocolate shake from McDonald's. Oh, right across the street from the chateau. It was. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. La 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 la. 62 years ago today in 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Boop Bopper died in the plane crash in Mason City, Iowa. Jeez, they just made that place National Historic. Did they? That's right, the the surf ballroom. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gone down? You can You can take a walk. I've never been to the surf ballroom, but you know who played there last year or two years ago? It was Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. I didn't um, realize that people still played there. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we would drive through that area on the way to and from my dad's and finally i'm like we should go to the crash site so we actually parked the car and walked oh into the gosh. cornfield and it's pretty neat you have to walk for about three four minutes and then you get there and somebody has sort of built a shrine why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with royal caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in north america you don't just go for a road trip you atv and zip line through the jungle You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, with like uh, some Buddy Holly glasses and people leave, uh, you know, mementos and whatnot. And as we saw in La Bamba, Richie Valens didn't get on the plane. No, he didn't. La Bamba. That was Did a good he? movie. Okay. No. Well, no, no, you know who didn't is uh, 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 Waylon Jennings. Oh, that's oh. who it was. Richie Valens did get on yeah, the plane. Richie because Valens. didn't I just read his name six years bopper, ago? And the Big Bopper. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the yeah. Big Bopper. Okay, that's right. All right. Sad. Yeah, I we're listening. There's a test when this is over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's here's a big deal. Um, Babs, my gal, Barbara Streisand, is the only person who's had a number one album in six decades. And I thought it was Cher. Cher is too. But? I question this fact. I, well, Cher also But Cher has hasn't it. had one in the 2010s. Teens. Oh, you're right. Because she had one in the 20 aughts, but not yeah. in the 20 teens. So here's what okay. people in 1964 mm-hmm. for Babs, and then her six was Encore, Movie Partners Sing Broadway in 2014. Mm. So if she has one soon, then she'll have what, seven or what? Seven. Nice. And then Rocco shared me with me that person that you like to follow Lori. who is that guy again randy rainbow yeah, oh, randy yeah rainbow. Randy he's got rainbow. a new song he's out. got a new song out about that um congresswoman the cunan congress oh yeah 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 set to evergreen oh my god <laughs> you it's know the song good. we just talked yeah. about and it's he can sing oh yeah he yeah. can sing and he changed all the lyrics and i it's love pretty, randy rainbow it's pretty funny he, if you want to see that um Okay, so you say it's too soon to talk about Valentine's Day, but I'm going to tell you why it's not. If people really do... Ooh, it is a week from Sunday. It is a week. But, you know, if you want to make reservations, you need to be thinking about it today. Like the Smack Shack, if you want to sit outside in their heated area and everything. My friend just did that, and she said it was super warm, and she brought a little lap blanket, and she didn't even need it. She didn't need it? No, so. she said those are mega heaters. And they're having romantic stuff available. Birches on Long Lake. Yep. They're doing um, a Valentine's Brunch and Bubbly Buffet, $45 per person. And then they also have a fondue um, to go. You can get it to go if you want. Fondue to go? Yeah. Who has that? Birches? Um, Birches has a Valentine fondue for two um, to go on the February 14th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's $89. It's cooked and ready for drippings. It includes grilled Caesar salad, Four cheese sauce, toasted sourdough cubes, roasted vegetables, filet mignon, grilled shrimp, chocolate sauce, fresh fruit, and two champagne splits. Mm. You know who else is doing something is Cassettas. Has um, a meal plan to go where you can go home and make a really gorgeous meal. Love it. So there's a lot of our restaurants. Local restaurants are doing really cool things. So check it out. And that way you can support the local folks. There'll be more tomorrow. We'll be right back. Buddy, I have my second Dumois gossip story from the Insta account. Um, so, you know, the morning show has been filming and they haven't wrapped up even two episodes. It keeps getting shut down for someone testing positive for COVID. Okay. And Dumois has had the stories about how many people, how it's just like, 
you know, they're staying on top of it, but it filming keeps getting shut down. People have a lot of time, um, you know, on their hands because it's it's just taking a long time. So they've only wrapped two episodes of wow. the morning show. And um, uh, so anyway, there's a theory that because Brad Pitt is for real filming Bullet Train right next door on a studio set that's basically one big garage door down away from the morning show set that he and Jennifer Aniston have been hanging out, killing trailer time, as it were. Now, do you believe this? Do you want it to be true? Do we do we care? Why do we care? I have so many questions. I care. <laughs> okay. And I want to believe it. You do. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Well, the the theory is is that he drops over drops by to see her and there was a all kinds of people thought cuz she did a Insta, like, where's Clyde? I guess is her dog. And there's somebody laying on the floor. And people at first went crazy. They thought it was Brad. But Dumois pointed out that there was a COVID protocol sticker. And that means it's somebody from the crew. Oh, got it. And it wasn't the lean frame because the person's head was chopped out. Uh Now, what is a COVID protocol Sticker and why is the person laying on her trailer floor? Right. I don't know, but anyway, so basically, it, it you know, people do um, th- think that you know, Brennifer could be happening, but I don't. I just think they're friends, she's, yeah, they're, I think friends. they're friends, and I think that's okay that they're just friends, yeah, yeah. She's absolutely, I think, somebody who she just doesn't hold a grudge. She invited him to her photo or her christmas party yep. we we saw them backstage she's she's not ever getting back with him he did the ultimate humiliation yeah he did to her and then had children with the woman six yeah yeah that yeah. would be hard so anyway but the gossip people absolutely love it and you know she gave up plan b production and the him. divorce yep. And, and that produces so many movies yes. like Plan B produced one night in my Miami. You know, um, the only person that got nominated for one night in Miami Golden Globes, I believe, was um, Leslie Odom, who plays Sam Cooke. And I mean, you think it's Sam Cooke, even right. when he's singing, he's right. really singing. But they did 12 but he's years singing as Sam Moonlight. They won a lot of Oscars he, he, in that plan B. Yeah. He's done very well. Yep. So she, you know, she didn't do that. And, you know, it was the biggest gossip story in 2004 and is considered by some to be the biggest gossip story ever in Hollywood, that Bermuda Triangle. Oh, well. it was huge. Do you remember? We were just going crazy. Some people remember exactly where they were when we heard they were divorcing, even though there were many people in Hollywood who work in Hollywood who knew for months that this was coming because they it was so it. pervasive that everybody knew. Of- Mr. and Mrs. Smith at the time when they were Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. And if Nicole Kidman had taken that role, it never would have happened. Something else would have. Something else would have. Something else would have. Anyway, okay, so now this is a 
a story that just needs to be talked about. Okay. Um, Tell me Well, that is... I'll be the judge of that. Well, that is the Amy Poehler latest Netflix movie. We posted it. It's for a movie called Moxie. It looks so good. And uh, here's the premise. For many teenagers with the bully in high school, the options seem few. A, suck it up and hope to find your groove after graduation. B, get your moxie and start a revolution which is basically the premise of this movie. And she, this is her second directorial effort. It looks so good, It looks Lori. good. And she's playing a former 90s riot girl whose shy teenage daughter, Vivian, played by Hadley Robinson, flies under the radar at a high school where there's a lot of sexual harassment and female students are ranked by their looks. And yes. it's a very, you know... Anyway, she turns the whole thing around and starts getting. And Amy Poehler's a mom. I, it looks yeah, so good. It looks so good. It looks so good. So that's coming out. When does that come that's out? That's coming out on um, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So uh, I think I don't, March third. Can we go back to Brad and Jen? Yeah. Bracco, do you have any investment in Brad and Jen? Oh, not really. No. Not even for half a second. Do you I, think Jennifer Aniston's hot? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, but I've heard weird, you know, things about her that she's not very, you know, she's a cold fish in bed. Yeah, she's cold fish in bed. I believe I started that rumor. <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty good in Friends. I think. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. No. I... I, yeah. You know, you never know when it kind of be fun if maybe they did. Maybe they're just they get each other now. Well, maybe. Maybe they just get each other maybe. now, and they they both were so. Big. He has too much baggage now. But I don't feel like he gets to see those bags very often. They live five minutes yeah, apart from each other. They spend more time, um, you know, with their kids in the same... Because they... I read that British Vogue with Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. and she just really is like, you know a nomadic person and they like, and she always envisioned when she'd have kids that they would be students of the world. Right. And I so do probably bugging her. Well, no, I think that it's people have had to recalibrate no matter who you are, right. no matter how rich and famous you are. Absolutely. You've had to, it's been an equalizer in that way. Yeah. And she said that, um, you know, she is very happy that the kids, that the, the kids, my children's father is only five minutes away, and oh, that she makes said a big that difference. In there. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and you know, she also said, "Listen, I think that those two, like, they loved hard and they lusted hard, and it was like sexy and just explosive." And, and then they fell apart. And then they fell apart. And part of the reason they fell apart is he was her using, mom died. He was drinking. She, she got yep. breast cancer. You know, yep. she removed her breast. She right. removed her ovary. Went to menopause. Big things happened. Six kids. A lot. A lot of things that would change you in your life. And after they made that movie. Oh, together, to which was, sea. I think, very true to the, what was happening in their life. I hated that movie. I mean, yep. think about all her hormone stuff. She probably didn't have a horny bone in her body. Not even a half a second of mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, and then he's drinking his feelings away. They didn't get counseling. Rocco, right. we thought about this. We okay. have. I'm we, sure you have. We've thought about it, but I can totally see how they... Uh, flamed out and then they didn't agree on how to raise their children 
No, because he wanted more of a traditional Missouri lifestyle for the kids. And she'd go, okay, are you going to be the drinking dad? Right. You know, at the baseball games? You know, that was her issue with that thing with him. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, now we have another story that just needs to be talked about. All right, I'm ready. And that is... All this stuff about Marilyn Manson and, you know, Evan Rachel Woods naming him and other women coming forward and sharing their stories. I think he's been terrible forever. Apparently, if any of us had read and paid attention way back in 1999 when he wrote his memoir. Wow. The Long Hard Road Out of Hell. Okay. Was the name of it. He wrote... That he admitted, he admitted in his book that he did rape threats to girlfriends, had fantasies about murdering them. And he writes in his book that he at one time came close to carrying out the perfect murder of a former bandmate and lover named Nancy. And here's what he writes. This was the first time I'd ever seriously considered murder. This is Marilyn Manson. She had to die, he writes. Um, Well, I didn't think it was right to take a human life. I didn't think it was right to deny myself the chance of causing someone to die either. Especially someone whose existence meant so little to the world and to herself. At the time, taking someone's life seemed like a necessary and growing learning experience like losing your virginity or having a child. He's been sick for a very, This is very in his own words, Rocco. Long yeah. time, Lori. And then, then he even wrote that uh, then he became too paranoid to kill her. He was afraid of getting caught and going to prison. And I woke up to the fact I told too many people. And I knew that the police would come after me. And then he had another uh, story about another woman where he and another friend harassed a hot brunette and one of the ways they loved harassing her was calling her and saying we're watching you you better not leave work tonight we're going to rape you and throw you under your car and drive over you this is all stuff he wrote in his own memoir okay this is foul yes so he's been telling us who he was for a long time and the fact that he was that this was like just not even really no one thought anything of it. Right. Ish. And he and it took all these years later for anyone to say, yeah, maybe yeah. you're not a great guy. But yeah, his book, The Long Hard uh, Road Out of Hell, he wrote right. this in his own words. Okay, his I'm own. so grossed so, out yeah. by him. All right, he's so going if down. If you were feeling bad about I, everything that was yes. happening, this guy like, needs like some needs, major counseling. Like for years. For years. And I wonder. And another a makeup artist came out and said, you know, he pulled a gun on me. Um, I mean, he seems like he's just been vile to people forever. So good for Evan Rachel Wood for having, working it through and having the courage to expose And telling him it when it felt good safe for, for her. her. Yeah, I right. know. I know. So, yeah, I just had to bring you that story. Wow. But he told us Ish. that already. Jeez Louise. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to uh, Hollywood speak and... Um, um, somebody's rekindling, Julia, and I'm very curious how you're going to Hollywood speak it. What are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speak it! What is the meaning of this? Okay. All right, what do we got? Mm. 
Here's the story. Dominic West and his wife are, quote unquote, rekindling their relationship while on vacation in Kenya. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. they needed to rekindle because he had cheated on her quite a bit. Quite openly. Quite openly and made her stand in public and kiss him the day after the photos appeared of him being in Rome with another woman. And wasn't there a Sharpie note? Oh, yeah, that... Oh, what did the note say? Like, I love my wife. I love my husband. He doesn't cheat. Or something stupid. But they've got a ton of kids together. And she... (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He's from a very wealthy family, and they, mm-hmm. um, he, but he... rekindling. Yeah. Rekindling. That means they're trying. They're trying. They're trying for, for the kids' sake. Well, they're on, they're spending five weeks in an island off of Kenya, apparently, with all five of their children, sounds- maybe. It, but they've got gobs. She's from gobs of money and owns a castle and stuff. So I'm sure the island has all these beautiful five-star facilities for the family to rekindle. Yes, it's the idyllic island of Lamu. Off I the spell coast it. of Kenya. L-A-M-U. Oh, it sounds lovely. Anyway, she did give a... She did give... Um, an interview she did yes and she okay. was uh she said in kind of a joking way i think but if you look at her family castle on instagram it's i did called yesterday Blin i did yesterday. Castle. <laughs> yeah it's pretty damn nice it's pretty amazing uh-huh. and um anyway as aristocrats do though she's pulled up the moat and gone off to kenya to try to rekindle, but she did give an interview and she told um, the daily, or excuse me, the March issue of Tat Tatler. Yeah. I can't persuade Dominic to move here altogether yet, but I'm working on it. So he's not going to do it. The family has owned it for 700 years. Taylor Swift, Mick Jagger, Marianne Faithful have all stayed there. I mean, Here's the deal. And her family owns this. Yes. He would just start banging the Irish lasses that work at the castle. God, I love you, Lori. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And I would think a castle this big. Would have a lot of rooms. Had a lot of places. A lot Rocco. of privacy. I don't know if she wants to bring this exactly. Randy man. <laughs> to a castle. To a castle. This just seems like all kinds of trouble. But her son will be the Knight of Glynn. But it's really something else. I think she's going to get what she wants. Yes, of course she is. But geez, Louise. Those five kids are probably really mortified at their dad, especially the older one. The older one, if they know how to read. So remember that. Yes. Rekindling and entanglements. 
These are new yes. words for. I kind of like it for the year. The and what? And Lamu. And Lamu, the island, island of Lamu. Right, right. Okay, now, Julia, I know that you certainly don't watch Southern Charm, but that Bravo I, show, as you know of it, know there's of a lot it, of and drama. It looks, yeah, drama and kind of funny. Of course. Yes. So at the reunion last week, and I meant to tell you about this because it was, uh, I didn't watch the. Um, or maybe it was a sit-down special. Andy Cohen tried to get to the bottom of this story that a very married ex-major league player was FaceTiming and having a thing with a Southern Charm girl. Okay. And people were very thrown off last week because very married ex-MLB. But it's come out, basically, it is... Who do you think? Not Alex Rodriguez. Don't! Don't even tell me that. Yeah. No, yeah. stop. Yeah, supposedly. Now, the, the Southern okay. Charm girl said that he contacted her, and yes, they DM, but How there wasn't anything this? else. This was like last fall in the pandemic when, you know, when people still have time for huckery. Gosh. Rocco, do you like <laughs> that new word? Huck- huckery. huckery. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, so they're fighting about this. The one gal is saying you guys were doing, you know, FaceTime sex and everything else. Here, and, yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, here's what I want you to Hollywood speak. Okay. Uh, J- uh, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez's uh, reps were contacted, but ha- we have not heard back from them. Well, they were having lunch today. Yeah. And yesterday she was out filming. She had on the cutest pair of black patent. Yeah. Boots with a black patent jacket. She's got. It will not clothes. surprise us when those two break up, I and I will I not surprise know, though, me if they so never get married. In. I, she always is, though. Yeah, I know, but she's always with the kids and everything. His kids, they're so a family union. I don't know how you get out of that one, Lori. Julia, it's going to be messy. Yeah, I guess it's going to be messy. Okay, Demi Moore breaks her silence after her Fende runway appearance. And she was. What did she say? Yeah, I know. What she <laughs> say, oh, Rocco. <laughs> That's what I mean. Is that a Demi Moore voice? No, yeah, but she she mouth oh, I can't see you. Oh, it's like wearing. It's someone who's not wearing their dentures. Because it looked like her mouth thread, her thread face, her yeah. thread face. She was on with Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell has a podcast, and she. Uh, now I only asked her about it, but of course, you know, she just asked her, how was it? And she said it was special and magical, which are not the words I would use no. to describe the Internet's reaction to <laughs> her face. No, but that's a way to just get away from it. It was special and magical. I would just say. This is what a good PR guess, person would uh, just say to just gush about how fun it was. It was so much fun to walk people the runway with all those people it. there. It was so fun to do something different. I had been locked up for so long. She's learned a valuable lesson. Must smile at all times because she had some kind of Bad. something botched went on. Something botched went on. With and her, she needs to, it needs to relax it for needs six months. It needs to relax. Months. So in the meantime, keep smiling and saying special and magical because when you say those two words, you don't you don't frown upside down. That's right. Because that whole look. Oh, so I approve of this PR strategy. Hundred percent and magical. That's right. You do smile. You do. Yeah. When you say those two words, I like it. It's I'm like saying efficacy. it to you. Uh huh. I'm smiling. Yeah. It's like right. vaccine. Uh, Sierra, 
She's on the cover of Self Magazine in a jacket with a bunch of cones around the shoulder. I don't She know. looks like a Puff the Magic Dragon <laughs> costume. It looks like she's wearing a blow-up dragon costume. Yeah. Why? It does. In it, Glenn it's a blow-up. In Glenn yes. Plaid. Well, she's talking about pregnancy and parenting in a COVID pandemic. Okay. Here's what she had to do. You know, she gave birth in a mask, just like uh, Sophie Turner has told us. But she just said it was literally three pushes. She had an easy birth. That's easy. Oh, for crying out loud, yes. How many pushes is regular? Lori, (laughs) when you even get to the pushing. Okay. I mean, I was 18. Hours in before, before they you got even a push? to push. Oh. And then I'm like, how, how do I push? Yeah, remember the and old wives' tale about putting a knife under the bed to cut the pain? Do you, did you ever I hear that? I have never heard that. What are you talking about? Maybe I read about? that in Gone with the Wind. I think right. that was in Gone with the Wind. <laughs> An old wife's tale from 1938 or Okay, what is it? You put a knife uh, under, under the, the bed? bed to cut the pain, which of course made no sense. And of I remember, it doesn't. remember reading it in Gone with the Wind and just thinking, oh, wow, that's really something. But I mean, the first time I read Gone with the Wind, I like, was like 12. I know it. Way too young. Inappropriate. I don't know. You try moving to a country where everybody's oh, no. Japanese and there's nothing. I I love that. You know, you I mean, I just read and read. It was I the love thing it. to do. But yes, I cut the knife with the pain. Yeah, yeah that's a superstition. Yeah, yeah it I'm is. Looking it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it that is. isn't. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, it's kind of I liked. Uh, anyway, she had a photographer. They video taped the whole thing. I well, I I think it's... me this. Do you regret? That you didn't videotape the birth of your children so you could show to them when they were older? No, but what I regret... Does anyone need that? The only thing I would have been a blessing and a curse at the same time is if we had cell phones and the ease of making movies and stuff. Yeah. That would have been nice. But who's going to watch them? When are you going to watch them? Well, when are you going to watch them when they're on little tape cassettes? That's what I mean. I mean, just. I wish we had cell phones then because it would have been nice because yeah. it's so much easier to tape your cute little kids. All right. But nobody wants to see a video. No, I would. Of no. Being born. Please, no. When we come back, it's time for Lumify. We're going to no, do it. We have Pop Culture Jeopardy. Oh, we're going to do it during the break and we're going to report on okay. it. Okay, good. All right, we'll be right back.